0: I'm the pest, poking out at the cons, ran the sauce fest, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie eh. sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to FN your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, because 'cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the
1: definition of a bad, bad boy, baby. I'm a
2: nerd overdrive.
1: It's October 13th, this is a Fanboy Planet podcast, a special edition, come to you live from the grand opening at Elusive Comics and Games, and here he is, the man who makes you cry, Derek McCaw. I make him cry? You make him cry all the time. I do.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's what my students say.
1: But anyway, yeah, this is Derek McCaw,
0: editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are here at Elusive Comics and Games, and with me to my right, moral compass, sound engineer, commentator, heck of a nice guy, Rick Bretschneider. I'm known as a trickster. Oh, okay. I didn't mean I, today. I, I didn't mean to expose you. Are you are, you are <laughs> jerk? And, and none of that's making it on the air. But oh yeah, he got me good. Anyway, <laughs> And anyway, we are here. Uh, we are. It's just a two man team, but that's okay because we have got guests galore. Asilusa Comics and Games has guests galore for its opening. We've got uh, we've got uh, upcoming Josh. Vertigo writer Josh Dysart. We've got. Uh, Mike Wellman who is the creator of Mac Afro we've got Rafael Navarro the creator of Sonambulo and And Hot Mexican Love Hot Mexican Love and uh, we've got Mark Masterson who is the Mark Anthony Masterson excuse me Mm. just Mark to me but Mark Anthony Masterson professionally the writer of Dorothy from Elusive uh, Arts Entertainment. Not to be necessarily confused with Elusive Comics and
1: Games. They're closely related, though.
0: A, closely related, which is a comic book shop here at 2725 El Camino Real Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. The only place long, long is is comic, <laughs> And things are hopping. We're very excited to be here. So, hey, sit back. Thanks for downloading the podcast and listen up because we've got some really fun stuff coming. Here we go. All right, we are here in the back of Elusive Comics Games, still at the grand opening party, and we've got a couple of the guests here. We've got Josh Dysart, comic book writer uh, from way back. Uh, we go with Violent Messiahs. We've got uh, <laughs> what was it? BPRD coming out. You just finished on the Midnight God, and you the biggest news probably is... He's got is. some
1: news he'll talk about.
0: He's, he does, but we like to tease. This is for Andrew Preston in New Jersey. Who complains? He never knows what's coming up. We've also got Mike Wellman, who is the publisher, owner of Atomic Basement Comics, and writer on Gone Gone South. I wrote Gone South, yes. And I swear. And Mac Afro, your producer created on it, that.
3: Created it. Yeah. You're gonna You're gonna the, talk yeah, about sat, it. All right. So in the back seat on that one.
0: And uh, both of whom, by the way, I, I just totally pimp slapped in a game of lunch money. So uh,
3: <laughs> he's got all our I'm, lunch money. I'm, I'm
0: feeling pretty proud of myself today. Yeah. It's because I don't know what I did.
3: Anyway, so... Did you win that game? Totally.
0: I did win you that
1: did, game. Very good.
3: That's <laughs> what did. happens when you read the rules, you know? Like, you know how to play it. School <laughs> so. teacher,
1: A school teacher who knows how to take the lunch money away, that's... Yep. that's
3: Hey, uh...
0: <laughs> that's how I supplement my salary. Don't talk about it. All okay. right, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, know. okay. That's... I'll
1: cut that out later. No, you don't have to. That's all right. So,
0: uh, Josh and, and Mike, you guys know each other from way back, so you can just... My, why don't Mike interview Josh, and Josh interview Mike. Yeah, it would be, be the
2: first time <laughs> yeah. Mike's interviewed me, quite frankly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, no, I met Mike because I was invited to be on his public access show that he has had for years. Mike has years. a public access
3: I show. I have he one, too. Do everybody's, everybody's, all the kids this. are doing it. Wow. I know. Yeah, it's called Comic Book Geeks. Are we going to get invited to be on that with you? Come on down. Yeah, no, it's all in right. L.A. All yeah, right. We'd love to have you down. We it's an experience. Hungry for guests. Josh has been on here six or seven times.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anytime Josh does something new, we go, oh come down, let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, so. it's a good experience. Um, Jeffrey.
3: Jeffrey, is- yeah, he's a. It's basically imagine. Okay, it's Captain Greedy and Wonder Boy are the hosts. I'm Wonder Boy. Uh, Jeffrey is a, getting near seventy years old, very sort of cantankerous, fun guy, uh, and I play a thirty year old stoned version of Robin. To you know, Captain Greedy's Batman.
0: Oh, so this is the second uh, year of Frank Miller's All Star Batman and Robin. Pretty much, yeah. It's,
3: uh, quite inspiring to Frank, I think. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's something silly we do for fun, shits and giggles. Did I say that? Cuckoo. Yeah, you, you just did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. He's in wonder with sound effects. Cool. So. So, Josh, the first thing coming out, which I had actually lost track of, you've got BPRD 1946. You're working with Mike Magnola. Yes. And, and I, I to want to expi-
1: a- I hate it when people use acronyms and not explain what they are.
0: Oh, well, Bureau. Of, I know what
1: it is. Well, and you know it, what it but is. But the
0: title of the book is BPRD. I Josh doesn't know what it is. I don't though, know so what it, don't it is. <laughs> Bureau of Paranormal <laughs> <laughs> Research and <laughs> oh, Development. Oh, that explains everything. <laughs> yes. But it was defense. <laughs> De- it's Paranormal defense. Paranormal Research and Defense? Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. I thought you didn't know. <laughs> Set in the Hellboy universe. That's
2: correct, yeah. Uh, it's actually uh, BPRD 1946. Yeah, so it takes place in Germany six months after uh, the Russians have taken the Reichstag. So the war's is over. Uh, Berlin has been broken into um, d- several divisions, a British division and a United States division, a Russian division. Um, and, uh, and Brunholm, Brum, as it's pronounced, the professor who, who adopted Hellboy. Uh, has been sent there by the President of the United States to unearth any sort of occult studies that the Nazis were working on at the time. And the, it's the very first field agent. Um, Broom is the very first field agent for the BPRD ever in history. The BPRD currently consists of two men, an older gentleman named Dr. Eaton and Professor Broom. And uh, back home in the States is a two-year-old hellboy being taken care of in a military base. And that's where we start.
1: So this is really hellboy when he was a boy.
2: Yeah, although Hellboy doesn't really factor into it too much, except for the motivations for Broom. Ah. He's really, really interested in finding out, getting to the heart of why Hellboy has been summoned to this earth. And so um, his hope is that he can stumble on uh, further information about Project Ragnarok for those of you who actually follow the Hellboy universe, um, in these Nazi files. And what he goes, he expects to go and sit in a room and sift through files. Um, but because it's a comic book
4: <laughs> and Doesn't it's really five work issues,
2: we, we decide to throw a little bit more at him than <laughs> that. Four issues. Yeah. Yeah. Issue three.
0: Working. Up to M through Z in <laughs> the file cabinet. That's right. <laughs> flip, 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 Suffice
2: flip. to say, um, at the end of issue five, uh, the Congress of the United States has decided that the BPRD deserves constant... Uh, funding, so um, so something happens that that makes the United States decide that what they need is a special occult organization that is militarized.
0: All right, this is the second time as a writer you've visited sort of that era and that mm-hmm. idea with Captain Gravity and the Power of the Vril, mm-hmm.
2: so which was wait, a, a one of part? the many deciding factors in getting Mike to work with me. Mike Mignola. was was the Captain is Mike Gravity. drawing it? No. <laughs> No, he is drawing the covers, which is awesome. Uh, Paul Azaceta is drawing it, and he is uh, really, really great. He's a real ink slinger, and I love those guys, you know. And so, Paul, who's drawing it? Azaceta? is it Azaceta or Azaceta? I thought you said
3: As I he,
0: said. He and corrects I like, me. I yeah,
2: Paul you corrects anything. me on it constantly, and I have yet to. I, I don't know. Get it. I think it's, I believe it's Azaceta. But
0: his first name is Paul. His
2: first name we is know, Paul. We know we know this much. It's Paul.
0: Yeah. Not Paul.
2: Not Paul. <laughs> okay. Not Paula.
0: It's, it's I don't ball. know. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, do you have any particular interest in that? I mean, obviously, like you've got these two World War World War Two sure, Nazis, yeah. supernatural. Is it just because it's just doggone fun?
2: Uh, well, World War Two is fascinating. I mean, we are living in a post World War Two world, and there's just no question about it. Post Cold War, post World War Two. Cold War is a product of the war, of the Second World War. Second World War is a product of the First World War. These interconnections are really, really interesting to me, and they shape our relationships with each other. Uh, and our, our our whole socio-political landscape, and um, so I'm very fascinated in that stuff. Uh, the occult angle is also interesting, but it's it's really a ticket to the fun, you know. Because I, I mean, uh, I would love to sit around and write uh, historically accurate World War II fiction all day long, but uh, the medium demands and everything else. That uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I just love it. It's really really interesting stuff. I mean. Um, the Nazis are so so fascinating in their and not even in in the ways that have been exploited in the past. Uh, not as the ultimate bad guys or anything. They're just really really interesting. The the level of ego uh, that National Socialism demanded, um, the certainty. The, there's just something so fascinating about the extremity of their thoughts and um, and uh, and about the German consciousness too. I mean, one thing dealing with 1946 that's really interesting to me. And I got as much of this as I could get in there without slowing down the pulp, but. Um, is uh, the guilt, you know, what does it mean to be a German in 1946, especially if you were buying into the National Socialist Dream, and now it's over, and you're looking around you, and, and, and your country's destroyed, your economy's wrecked, you're back to where you were right after the First World War, which is in a miserable, miserable place, and, uh, and it's because of something you believed in, <laughs> you know, something yeah. you believe wholeheartedly in and that you thought would never fail, and that's a very interesting thing to write about.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you roll from that into the Unknown Soldier, which was a World War II hero. That's right. Or yeah, a, a feature set in World War II. Right. So yeah. To say. Don't think he had any Golden Age actual appearances.
2: No, no, but it was definitely uh, it fed on the Golden Age Adve- World War II adventure comics without a doubt. The, the but original.
0: but you're not setting him in no, World War
2: II. No, I'm not. One uh, well, one of the demands, um, of Vertigo was a revamp. So I would have I would love to tell. World War II unknown soldier stories And they would look a lot like the originals um, uh, But that wasn't the mandate And that's okay Because I'm very, very interested In a political situation in northern Uganda Between the Lord's Resistance Army And the Ugandan People's Defense Force It's been going on for 20 years So I decided to set the unknown soldier there But it's, it's still uh, socio and, uh, Sociologically, politically, culturally It's a very different book, obviously um, However, the core values of the comic Are in place And that is a man with a war of his own, in this case the Northern Ugandan war, and a man with an enemy of his own to go after, which in this case isn't Adolf Hitler as it was in the original. In this case, it's Joseph Kony, leader of the Lord's Resistance Army.
1: Now it's really set in Uganda. You're not. It, it's not a DC renamed country. No, that, or that's, it's that's a correct. Or it's in
2: Acholi land, Northern Uganda. I just spent a wow. month and a, a little over a month there in Uganda wow. um, doing research. I crossed. Um, yeah, I actually. Crossed a minefield on the back of a boda boda, which is a motorcycle taxi, to get to cross the Sudan border. Um, traveled all up and down the DRC border, um, which you know, one of the most unstable.
0: Is this the most frightening experience of your life?
2: Not at all. I, I have to say, it was really, really amazing. Um, uh, Acholi land has been peaceful um, for a little while while they've been ha- handling the Juba peace talks in Sudan. So things have really slowed down. It's still landmined. There, um, and there's occasional murders. While I was there, a uh, World Food Program truck driver was murdered. Um, but but for the most part, it's incredibly safe. And the Acholi, which is the tribe I was spending my dominant amount of time with, um, the Acholi are incredibly wonderful, open, kind-hearted people. And one of the most amazing things about Central Africa I found was um, – the, the real juxtaposition between sorrow and joy such an such an elation um, the the people are just so happy and the, uh, the there's so much life in them but also we're talking about possibly the longest running most underreported humanitarian crisis zone in the world i mean there's more nonprofits operating there now than anywhere else in the world there's over four hundred registered NGOs operating in northern Uganda um, that's extraordinary I mean you know uh It's unbelievable. United Nations World Food Program is all over the place. United Nations um, demining program is trying trying to get in there and demine the situation. It's just it's unbelievable.
1: So you're bringing the, the unknown soldier into this environment. That's correct. Yeah. He's on it. his own, rogue, or is he part of an organization? Or he's
2: uh, well. I, I don't want to get into it too much because okay. I want it to be a little bit of a surprise. He's with Blackwater, right? Uh, but he would. <laughs> 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 there, there's not enough uh, political money. commentary. <laughs> yeah. Not enough money there for Blackwater <laughs> to be in northern Uganda, unfortunately. Um. Uh. I don't want to get too much into it, but the storyline starts with the gen- – in this case, we know who the unknown soldier was beforehand, which I've already gotten some criticism for mm. how can he be an unknown soldier. But I, I think the, mm. unknown, the unknown part of this is meta. <laughs> it's, it, just because you know who he is doesn't mean you really know what's, what is. What right. is. Um, and so since we're telling a story about a post-colonial world, um, and I certainly don't want to blame all of Africa's problems on post-colonialism, but we are dealing with a post-colonial world, and our character is in a way – this sounds going to be ambiguous now, but once you read it, you'll understand. Our character himself is a post-colonial character. He was born in Uganda um, during the last days of Idi Amin's reign, right before the um, right before he was pushed out by Ugandan exiles. Um, uh, my character's family. Uh, Moses Luwanga is his name. My character's family fled to the United States um, to escape the sort of tyranny that was happening in Uganda at the time. And so my character was raised in the United States. He got a a degree uh, in medicine from Harvard, and then he decided the best thing he could possibly do with that degree was return to Uganda and uh, and sort of preach a form of pacifist Ugandan nationalism. Now, in the very beginning of the first issue, he's receiving an award for pacifism and peace work, uh, and at the end, he kills a man. And that's the beginning of the unknown soldier. So,
1: what about the trademark bandages? Is he absolutely? So,
0: when when they hand this to you, say it's vertigo, saying we're going to do the unknown soldier, you have some elements you have to play with, but it's completely divorced from. The D C universe and any previous incarnation, right? I mean uh, it's just using the title and
2: it actually takes place in the same continuity. There's been a continuity stretch and it's made some people unhappy and you know it's with, with um with the fans and the readers it's hard to keep everyone happy. But there's been an interesting continuity stretch. You have the um the original work, uh and and what it represents, what it means and its sort of attitude towards conflict and war. And then you you know, you have and then you have a couple of other runs, and then you have the last one which was Garth Ennis's run. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, which is was very concerned with what I felt like was following the natural logical conclusion, was we are the heroes of World War II, and then we have taken that... Uh um, that regard to which the world has for us. And we've sort of perverted it with political blowback and all this other stuff that we've been doing throughout the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Garth played with that, and I thought very successfully. Our storyline, though it has a different unknown soldier, actually does take place in the continuous continuity, which was more was my decision. It wasn't something that Verdo asked for. In fact, the ties to the original um, are all are things I'm struggling to find a balance between what's new and, and what is, uh, what's oh, okay. going to be honest to the original. This, this
0: gotten, I might not succeed. No, it's all right. This has gotten unexpectedly heavy.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my It sounds fault, really... Man, cool what what I I felt. Felt. No, no, it, this is, is. you just sound more intelligent than most of our conversations happen to be. So <laughs> I that's, all right. that's all right. That's all
1: right. Do you know any <laughs> fart jokes
0: you could throw?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Conan. <laughs> he
1: slices
3: things. He cuts things. I'm yeah, uh, yeah. Josh. Is Conan?
2: not just <laughs> yeah yeah Mike, Mike Conan was about what? his, his middle age crisis so oh,
0: okay alright really alright so, uh, you thought Mike would throw in some jokes no? but we're just talking about Uganda <laughs> I, I mean there's nothing funny about it but I do have a question because you, you said you went and did research now I've always been fascinated when, when writers get to do that did D.C. pay for you to go to Uganda
2: uh, they did not I received um, well to be quite honest Avril Levine paid for me to go to Africa
0: wow um, oh, I, you're yeah. Avril Levine's little boy then. <laughs> that's all right. Right.
2: um no, uh, I received development fee from DC, and that certainly helped. But I would have received that fee had I stayed at home and just read books. Um, the the problem was is that it's incredibly underreported, and there's virtually no way to have a real sense of the ground truth of this conflict unless you go there. Uh, much more so than say Iraq, which is overreported, overexposed. I like guess people everywhere trying to figure out what's going on there, um, but. But not Uganda. Misinformation prevails. Um, I have a great – Museveni, the president of Uganda – again, I know this is getting heavy. I'll make it short. Museveni, the president of Uganda, is um, a real darling in the global media for the way he's turned around the economy of most of Uganda. I distrust Museveni deeply, and I question that all information coming out of the conflict isn't tainted by Museveni's own personal, political, and financial interests. So I had to go. That was the only way.
0: Wow, the comics world, Sean Penn.
2: Shit. <laughs>
0: are you going to punch me now? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <Wow. laughs>
1: I, I had to break that tension. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what right. I understand. I did I'm did. i just fascinated by the fact just, that you're, you're Avril Lavigne's you're ambassador just to Uganda.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I have to wear a patch. It's got Avril's face. Uh, wow. Go, okay. go spread her muse mm-hmm. or her mm-hmm. muzak. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I did a graphic novel, uh, Avril Lavigne's Make Five Wishes. And uh, Oh, cool. The yeah, manga thing? The uh, manga thing, the uh, uh, two-volume uh, uh, manga. manga. And uh, um, it was, the money from that allowed me to pay off the IRS for a lifetime of shirking them and and travel to Africa.
0: You know, and There's two-year you know wishes. Tell you, I believe if you just criticized U.S. policy in Uganda, um, the IRS is coming back for you. Yeah, it. you think so? Fortunately, oh, they paid to off. this. Oh, they totally listened to this <laughs> podcast. Sure There's a guy there, you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got another one. All right, uh, and from that
3: to uh, Mike, tell oh, us about your. Let me project. tell you about my lofty uh, goals, um, projects, and
0: all that stuff. Are you curing cancer now? That's right. This I, I read is well, you're actually doing some you know, genetic research, I and was, you've uh,
3: and uh, building fences in New Orleans. Yes, I don't want to travel overseas. You guys
2: but. might not have seen it because it was in Discovery Magazine, which probably a lot of your readers don't see. But Mike actually built a balsa wood canoe and uh, he he rode that canoe all the way to the Polynesian Islands from the Mexican coast to prove that human migration could have gone that way. I was very impressed. Well, that was with you? That. that was me. That was Balsa or wood. Or Why do you think I only do like one book a year? I'm out,
3: you know, doing I, things. I, I guess. Yeah. Living wow. life. The only way to you know learn. Wow. Experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have utterly wasted our lives. You speak for yourself. <laughs> How do you feel?
0: Uh, well, yeah. She, look, no, you work for Microsoft. You've utterly wasted your. Oh. No. Oh, these guys are trying to help humanity. <laughs> I know. Look at. <laughs> <us. sighs> you
3: know, every day starts with a shower, right? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I, I don't either, but I'm I guess it's dirty, dirty, dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> Google it.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes. The, well, what, what book this year are you writing this, this
3: year, uh, <laughs> well, my most recent uh, book is um, Star Trek, uh, the manga, Volume 2. Um, I was a co-star to Will Wheaton on that, much oh, like uh, mm-hmm. the cast members of Stand By Me. I am the River <laughs> Phoenix to uh, that book there. Oh, I, I don't know if you compare yourself to River Phoenix. Were Peace. you involved, it, in, did, the Jerry well? O'Connell involved in Volume I was not involved in Volume 1. Um, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Be Jerry O'Connell. Oh, I'll be the Jerry O'Connell. It, things guy. worked out for him. Yeah. yeah, people made fun of him. I was the guy that didn't have the leeches on his loins. Okay. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Remember that scene? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, anyway, Will Wheaton was awesome. Really genuine, nice, you know, nerd. And and I would say that in front of him. He's just and I read his. He, he's also got a book. I'm going to pimp Will Wheaton for a minute. Just, That's okay. Is that okay? Maybe he'll come on. He's got a great uh, a great sort of autobiographical. There's a bunch of essays, really, sort of thing, called The Happiest Days of Our Lives, and it's about growing up in the 80s and being a nerd and all that stuff. And Something I, I identified with, and, uh, you know, yeah, you will too. Um, but as for me, uh, I did a, uh, a story in the r- latest uh, Star Trek manga. Uh, it's called The Trial, which was uh, lifted wholeheartedly from Franz Kafka's The Trial because I had no original ideas for it. Um, well, and, Kafka was a hack anyway. So. Oh yeah, total. Like, yeah, well, it, this is the funny thing. You know, I, I lifted a lot of the sort of surrealistic sequences. You know, with with uh, I, I can't, Joseph K. being seduced by one of the court clerks. And all mm-hmm, this. Yeah. And, and as soon as CBS saw it, they're like, okay, that's got to come out. This has got to come out. That Klingon can't be called Kafka because I didn't want to like just. They wanted to change it to Corn and with a K. And I was like, please. <laughs> so we we called him Kafka. And and like all good science fiction, and and you know, uh, you know, trying to walk in the footsteps of my mentor Josh here, I, just, I, I injected oh, you're, some you're some, him. some Guantanamo Bay, you know, sort of parallel, you know, sci-fi. You look at the world through a, a lens and okay. you know, make your own judgments, and yeah, so that, I did that. Uh, I created a character called Mac Afro, which uh, has bridged uh, many. Uh, tensions and gaps all over the world. <laughs> um, and he's a pimp in space. Uh, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, won, mm-hmm. Uh, it won the NAACP's award uh, for publication of the year. Uh, it came out. Yes. Wow, really? Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> cause, cause we've
0: I'm, read it. I'm ready, I'm ready to believe in anything at this point, because I really thought we were just going to go, oh, you're an unknown soldier. Cool. Oh, he God, I need yeah, to yeah. donate money to a cause.
3: <laughs> 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 well, the best way to save Uganda is to buy the unknown soldier. That's when right. It comes yeah, that's I, think, I think it's true. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, it brings up a really interesting point, which is um, that I've been struggling with, is how do I make this, uh, keep this entertaining, keep it commercially viable? It's a war. Book uh, and yet deal with these issues honestly and not have it be. I mean, look, I'm left of linen, but I, I don't want it to be some liberal fantasy like Blood Diamond, where the white guy comes in and fucking say, sorry about that, and saves the world and everything. Uh, I'm, I'm actually so
3: Mac Afro's
2: really sick. Some everything.
3: Mac
1: Afro. Roles he, is he is the unknown He is the unknown soldier. A lot of people
3: don't know. It's yeah, like the zero issue. And he right has now. a way
1: with the ladies.
3: He does. He does. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of a way with the ladies, uh, one of my early or. Er, sort of publicity attempts was i tried out for blind date and uh in my audition i referred heavily to mac afro which was my new baby had just come out and i was newly single and uh he was he was Mm kind of like the guy i would go to for advice and i really pimped myself like that to these people and did not wind up on the show no really no no but um that's okay well, I, I'm kind of surprised. Not that I've ever actually watched Blind Date, so I don't Oh, know. it's a great show. That's the best reality TV show. <laughs> Seriously, if you yes. watch any reality <laughs> TV it's, it's like it's saying probably it's debatable. the best skin disease it, it's, you yeah. could have. And <laughs> one of the best written shows on television. Have you guys, have you watched Blind Date? It's great. They have these, like, word balloons that pop up. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a living wow. reality like
2: TV comic. Like, yeah, well, okay. The only reality show I've seen is The Clap, where those people are on the island. Wait. one of them has The Clap. <laughs> that's not my joke, but uh, it's, uh, Mark Andrew. Battle Street.
0: Royale, I think, yeah, actually.
3: Right. <laughs> Battle <laughs> Clap.
2: Battle
0: Clap. I like it. Okay, there's my bad manga
3: title again. Good, <laughs> I'm adding to that to my Battle list. Clap, I like Battle it. Battle Clap. Clap, Okay, um, and I'm not done. I'm not done. Here. Okay, when you finish, I'm not kicking you out. Okay, cool. Back
1: Afro is a continuing series, right?
3: Ah, uh, somewhat. When I have the urge, the, the great yeah. thing about self-publishing
1: is you do it when you
3: want to do it. You know, um, kind of like Frank Miller's adapted that in his All Star Batman and Robin run. Totally self-publishing, <laughs> that's just selfish yeah. publishing. <laughs> selfish publishing, yeah. Um, whenever that's why you don't pay people in advance, okay? That's mm. DC. will learn I, that one I will day. learn that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I do it whenever. You know, we, we did a four issue miniseries out the gate and and tried to keep it on a semi regular schedule, and it was just grueling and and not very financially rewarding. So I do I do have a comic shop that is financially rewarding. All right,
0: even though we're in elusive comics again, okay. pimp your are, shop, pimp your shop. We're, we're sisters, like we're brothers. Miles yeah, I don't yeah. think
3: we'll be stealing any of their customers. Uh, but it's called the Comic
2: Bug. So it's in and Manhattan Beach, California. Manhattan it's a great Beach. show, and they
3: uh store. And they just reopened
2: in a large. Yeah, area. we burned it's down, safe. and
3: we, like a phoenix, we rose from the ashes. And And wow. uh, we were Eisner nominated this year. Um, also an Eisner loser. Uh, I guess you
1: know that's this the is the our. Great, friend, that's the great thing about being nominated. It's our, just our, an our honor friend. to be nominated. Our yes, friend Car yes.
3: yeah, won it, so there you
2: that's go. That's right, yeah. yeah,
3: and 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 deservedly so, I would say. Yeah. In this instance. Next year it's you, man.
2: Yeah, I know, because he can't win again. Wasn't the, the fire no, was can't. on Wednesday, right? It was on Comic Book Day. New it was comic on New Day. Comic Day. And there's these great photos uh, on their blog of Mike hucking comics in the parking lot of the store while firemen run behind him to put it out. <laughs> yeah. And Mike, a good comic book soldier that he is, is selling new comics that he went to pick up from the diamond. He believes in the product. That's right. That's, it. that's, that's a beautiful awesome. Photo, Kids
3: got to have their comics, you know. That's right. You, you, got you got kids? You no. got kids at the store? No. <laughs> I mean, no I'm saying that the 80-year-old kids, you know. know <laughs> exactly. Any but. women? Any women? Because we're working on that oh, here. Oh, I, yeah. I, I work very heavily to make the store inviting to to females. Right. Um, yeah.
0: So since you were on Star Trek, the manga, we can talk about a, a, a current event this week. Sure. Uh, your reaction to the casting for Star Trek this week. Simon Pegg as Scotty and uh, John Cho as Sulu. Oh, Really? Okay, there we go. He's <laughs> not know, kidding.
3: I've only seen the like I've seen all the Captain Kirk movies and all I've seen the Next Generation movies. But I haven't seen Voyage or I haven't seen Enterprise. Uh, I will go see. The it's okay. J. J. I mean, they're playing. The, or,
0: they're playing the original. Yeah,
3: they're they're playing. Original yeah, yeah, crew, yeah. So. I, I know what's going on, but I just didn't know who's playing who. Okay. Um, sure. Whatever. It's too, <laughs> who else is good for it? You know.
0: Uh, and yes, and it's an adaptation of I think The Metamorphosis. So I think you should.
3: Oh, they're, they're adapting. <laughs> oh, you know okay. that there was a. I'm a little slow episode. today, guys. That's right. There is a
0: Star Trek episode by that name. I'm sorry, I really was going back to the. Well, I know I was you know. going to dig out my
3: DVDs and like, oh, I got to see this, you know, and see. The it's Enterprise
0: flies over Uganda.
3: That's right. And, uh, that's right. And bees, saves the whales. Uh, oh, are there whales in Uganda?
2: There are no whales in
0: Uganda. Not since you
3: There's
2: mean a very left. large lake. Yeah, that's right. It was Amin mean <laughs> who drove the whales out? The whales and the Indians. Yeah. Oh.
3: There's not a lot of food in Uganda, so the women that's don't get true. as big as. As they do over here not, sometimes. Not true. <laughs> oh. it's actually
2: incredibly rich. Oh, okay. Is it?
3: Well, yeah, see, yeah. we're learning so much. He's doing yeah. a actually, whale joke.
2: There's a bit of a there's <laughs> a bit of a famine. There's not a lot <laughs> of
0: krill there. That's true. Okay. Anyway, yes. Mike yes, and especially. Josh should probably get back to signing. I'll. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've gone way over. Yeah, we, said, we said say ten say minutes. No, this no, we we want to thank you. We, like, we will. Oh, we will. I was going. I was just saying we're going to wrap it up.
0: Thank We thank Mike Wellman and Josh Dysart. Hope uh, to have you on again sometime. The next time Anna convinces you to come on up. Nice. Or we go down, we'll be part of the, what was the the name of the public? Public Geeks, yeah. Let me know when you're coming. Yeah, totally. uh, Do you guys
3: get down to LA ever?
0: Occasionally. Cool. So, cool. Well, we'll join you guys over the table a little later. Cool. Nice. Thank you very much for being on. And here we are still at Elusive Comics and Games on the grand opening party. And two more of the guests that were were gracious enough to come up to the grand opening Mm -hmm. uh, have agreed to sit down with us at the podcast. We've got uh, both old friends of Fanboy Planet. If not, uh, Mark, I don't think he's actually been on the podcast Mm -hmm. before. Uh, We've got Mark Anthony Masterson, who is the writer of Dorothy. And perhaps other projects I'm going to throw at him and find out if he's doing it. Uh, And then uh, Rafael Navarro, who uh, we interviewed at SuperCon last June, uh, the creator of Sonambulo and uh, Hot Mexican Love. And no, you're not the creator, but you're an artist on that. No, but
5: I do give it as often as possible. possible right, <laughs>
0: and uh, you are always right. A, and, a, and an yeah. animator for Warner Brothers. Yes. So you've been working on the Batman and Scooby-Doo and mm-hmm. and children all across the world, not just America. For we are popular in the Faroe Islands, in uh, Canada. <laughs> uh, strange combination. That uh, <laughs> uh, your work is known, even if you don't know, you know his work. You oh, do maybe. know his work. So here we are. You've you've traveled up and. Go uh, no. <laughs>
6: well, I want to mention that uh, I had a long flight and I have not had my breakfast. So if I say anything inane, you haven't uh, even had a donut. Uh, well, I don't count that. That's just sugar. Yeah, it's it's sugar high, you know,
5: head. lasts only so long. I should know that from yeah. experience as well, too. Exactly. So.
6: You can't create, can't do anything. I mean, I'm lucky to string two sentences together at Which the moment. Which is explaining the reason why I'm seeing
5: two microphones in front of me, so. <laughs> when there's four.
6: That's
0: right. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but you guys are old friends, and that's one of the reasons I oh, wanted you yeah. both to sit down together here, is because uh, <laughs> been supporters of each other in the indi- independent <laughs> comics world, and... Uh, your booths yeah. are often near each other at Comic Con. My it's booths are, are often your booths. <laughs> your booths. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. just
6: double checking. We'll make sure we never cross the streams, <laughs> <laughs> and keep your eyes on the road.
0: Fantastic. Uh, so, th- I guess the question I'll ask first to just you know lob mm-hmm. at Mark is Dorothy number eight. What?
6: Dorothy number eight is in production. Dorothy is, is done as a photo comic, as you may or may not know, uh, and it takes a lot of. We've done the photo shoots. We've done the storyboards. It is looking really good. It's just a production slowdown right now.
1: We should step back first and, and explain to the listeners who may not be familiar with Dorothy oh. why they should be.
6: <laughs> well, if you love life, you love Dorothy. That's the bottom line. Huh. <laughs>
5: well, I love well, life. Well, I love life. I love exactly. Well, so.
6: No, Dorothy <laughs> is a modern retelling of The Wizard of Oz. And before you fall asleep, uh, it's also a photo comic. Which means we're basically going through the whole process that you go through to make one of the Star Wars movies. We're shooting actors against a green screen. We're creating computer-generated models. We're creating practical models, and then we're merging it all together in a computer. In our case, instead of outputting to film, we output to paper, and it's called Dorothy. And and she's just she's a kick-ass modern heroine. You know, we've taken literally, yeah. (laughs) She um, we've taken the 16-year-old girl who's kind of angsty and wants to run away and. We're literalizing the trauma that's that's in everyone's life, so it's, it's a myth. It's a it's a strong American myth. It's a new take on that strong American myth. It's going and,
0: to, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful it? and it's a yeah. time consuming production.
6: And yeah, how long have you been writing, Dorothy? So to get back to my excuse, <laughs> to make it all that beautiful, <laughs> chapter chapter eight is is. is Experiencing a production slowdown just because it's so computer intensive and it just takes so long to make it look not cheap because you photo comics. When most people think of them, do think of them as looking kind of cheap, kind of cheesy, things that don't quite work. And we try to get every aspect right. We try to get the shadows right. We try to get the angles and make it make it. A yeah, your,
1: your stuff doesn't look like decoupage at all. It right, looks, it's <laughs> pretty <laughs> seamless and the yeah. shadowing in particular. Mm-hmm. And that's hey, a lot of credit you should go to Ray, Bursig, who Ray Borsig. Ray uh,
6: Borsig, who does the CG modeling, and also has been the compositor on the past three issues. Um, but uh, Greg Menino, who began the creative process. Uh, I mean, he he's just. I mean, he works with computers all day long, so he's learning new techniques and things all the time, and he can't wait to try them out. Um, so sometimes uh, he's made he's made a leapfrog on Ray, you know, in terms of his ability, and he wants to grab it back, and so it's back and forth with the arcs. I mean, hopefully, making everybody uh, well.
0: The, achieve the, higher. The, the result is worth the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, absolutely. So
6: I've been writing Dorothy. Actually, the first proposal came to me in 2003. Um, Greg sent me an email saying, "This is the one." We're going to do Wizard of Oz. And I was like, that's weird. I didn't even know that you knew I was a huge fan of Wizard of Oz. And he's like, no, I didn't. I just want you to write it. <laughs> so um, so we, that, that was the initial plan. And then it took him nearly six months to put the first issue together, then deliver it back to me for a final script. Um, so that first issue, uh, we self-published in 2004. And then in getting together the money to do the second issue, we formed a company and then... The official release through Diamond was in 2005. So I've been doing Dorothy now for just about four years.
1: And that, So the second
0: issue is the first official, elusive, right. uh, arts elusive Arts Entertainment.
1: And the fir- first four issues are, are collected in graphic novels? Yeah,
6: they, they got collected uh, in 2006. Uh, they are available in your local bookstore, through Amazon, at your local library. You can interlibrary loan them as well, get them from another state or county if yours doesn't have them. Drop by
0: the house uh, because exactly. that's your your day job is actually you are a librarian are you not? Well,
6: my wife is a librarian. I am, I'm like a non commissioned officer in the library.
0: <laughs> With, You're the guy that just hangs out in the stacks right. and says, "This is a good book. Exactly. You should read you should this read, one."
6: I lurk in the rafters, actually. Oh my gosh! Just right. on people, <laughs> <Nice>. recommending books.
0: <laughs> the library spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
6: No, so yeah, I, I'm, a I'm, a, I'm a library employee. I'm um, a library. Like jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> I, I, I fix their websites. Uh, you know, I uh, check out books. Anyway, yeah, I'm a library fan. I'm a fan who turned pro for libraries.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> As a little boy, I said, I want
1: to stack books. <laughs>
6: exactly. I looked, I looked at the Dewey I Decimal and I said, one day I may be able to. Shelve dually
1: (laughs) (laughs) so for those of us still waiting for issue eight then any teasers any kind of yeah
6: well finally the as issue seven comes together we we finally assembled the team we've got dorothy we've got a scarecrow we've got the the equivalent of the tin man and the cowardly lion finally everyone's together and so of course we're going to throw a wrench in the works the story is not going to go the way you expect for the for the second half they're not going to um be getting directly to uh the Emerald, the Emerald City, City as, as you may have thought from the movie.
0: They're going to go to Wonderland then?
6: <laughs> actually, they're going to Disneyland I mean, first. <gasps> where got a licensing deal. Wait a minute. Their lawyers are on the phone right now. <laughs> this hasn't even actually been podcast, and already <laughs> Disney's, Disney's suing.
5: Which explains <laughs> the real true delay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
6: we learned our we learned our lesson. No, it, um, issue 8 is where, it was where things... So, I mean, people have said, wow, you've changed so much. I mean, issue 8 is where things really change. Um, so, yeah, the team's assembled, but it's not going to go the way that you think it is. So cool. that, that's a major twist for that.
0: Okay, very cool. I've also heard rumors. Mm-hmm. Rumors, you are working on another book.
6: Well, yeah, Raphael and I here uh, have, for years, wanted to collaborate on things. Yeah. Uh, and so now, I don't know, now that we have exactly have a gap in our schedules, but now just the, the, the burning desire, that burning ring of fire that is starting to... Uh, I need to burn, burn, burn a little bit higher.
0: Preparation H takes care of that. Okay,
6: well then, maybe we won't be doing a book.
5: Okay, no, no, <laughs> no, no, let it burn, baby, let it burn. Tell us what you're going to do.
6: Uh, we want to work on a western. Yeah,
5: I, I think that would be just safe enough to just say for the yeah. moment, um, believe me, I would love to just spill as much information, but I think uh, uh, Mark and I just haven't actually sat down long enough to... to, to, to but, you, but you'd like to, to work
0: with maybe a Western in the future. Oh,
5: definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, we are definitely going to collaborate in the future without question. Uh, we've chosen our genre, uh, yeah. but from there on, that's all we've gotten so far. But So that's without
1: trying to get too many details, uh-huh. is this like straight-up Western or like Sergio Leone, or would it be uh, like... <laughs> Would there be magic in it or time travel or anything. Will there be hot Mexican love?
6: Oh yeah, well, man, oh man. goes well, without course. saying. Yeah, I
5: think it goes without <laughs> saying. I, I think I was just born to give that kind of love, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, um, to be to be honest, guys, uh, we don't know yet. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. The, I mean, the magic of collaboration. I mean, we, we don't know where it's going to go till till it gets there. We
6: have we have very similar sensibilities. I mean, uh, obviously, we both love comics over the years and different aspects. But you know, we both love Leone films, but we also also love the goofy stuff. No, yeah, and 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 we love beautiful women, and we love uh, uh, candy canes and, and werewolves. That's right, so man. Did you say
0: candy canes and, and werewolves?
5: Yeah. yeah, candy canes and werewolves and,
6: and You're laughs. You're
0: candy cane, don't you? <laughs> what?
5: Yeah. Candy can- and laughs, and, and that's spelled, you know, L A F F.
6: Yeah. Oh, I know. So, so not L A R F. Larf. <laughs> LARF? Oh, LARF? 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 Nine. <laughs> Nine. So you know. Um, Trouble is, is limiting our fetishes down to a single... <laughs> oh, single I, I, okay, well, least least not fetishes, hour,
0: okay. interest. Let's interest, go with interest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fetish sounds like yeah, a book's never going to get finished, yeah. but uh, boy, will you have a good time.
5: That's true. Yeah. We can only get about our photos. Photos.
0: But what about you then, right, Rafi? Yes. You've... Uh, we, we, the, in the future as a Western, you've uh, done a little more Sonambulo. When are we going to see a, another issue of that?
5: Uh, like issue eight as well too. It's it's currently in production. Uh, but since I'm uh, doing it all by myself, the penciler, the inker, are, is having war battles with uh, with the writer, and the writer's That's having uh, difficulties with the producer, and the producer just can't stand the uh, the distributor. And, and and well, then it goes back to the penciler because he's such a lazy lout. Uh, so uh, that will take some time, too, as well. It uh, The next issue, on, on a good note, it will be my first issue in color. And believe me. Uh-huh. And, it will, and it wasn't mostly for a financial reason. It was basically because when I first created Sonambulo so many years ago, I, I designed them in a very film noir sort of uh, aspect where I, I wanted to use black and white uh, compositions. Yeah, and let, me, uh, let me pause so again, please, as you please. say,
0: for people that don't know who Sonambulo is. A, a luchador who has retired and become a detective. Now you need to explain a, a what a luchador detective? is. I know. Oh, people listening to this podcast know that. <laughs> oh, Mexican exactly not on the yeah. Faroe Faro <laughs> Islands. Not
1: in the Faro Islands. <laughs> oh, not on the Faroe
0: Islands. We must remember the Faroe Islands. That's right. Mexican wrestler, a masked Mexican wrestler, has retired and become uh, a, a gumshoe, gum and you never quite explain the
5: We're retirement oh. or... He also has a superpower. He... he has well, he a, a supernatural ab- yeah. ability. There you go. This uncanny <laughs> ability to read people's dreams. Uh, it's surreal and just out there. It's, it's like a, I've always described it as a David Lynch uh, film. Uh, actually, it's more like a Santo Blue Demon film uh, directed by David Lynch, if not uh,
6: uh, uh, Fellini. Mm-hmm. And it is the comic that I fir- wrote my very first fan letter to. Uh, back when issue number one came out. And, and is, that,
0: is that how you guys became friends?
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. yeah, actually. Really? You yeah, yeah. came to my first signing. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and here's the $20 I owe you, by the well, way, Mark. Well, thank you. That, uh, uh, that's, uh, been, that's appreciated. Fantastic. It's been, uh, it's been uh, 12 back years. <laughs> Stroke. <laughs> yeah, honestly, actually, part of it was that the comic is set in modern-day Southern California, and actually in the town that I was living in. So that is part of what sparked my interest about the, it as well. Yeah,
5: the glorious magical land of Whittier. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. When
6: visiting Southern California, please come visit Whittier. Sorry, ask for Babs.
5: <laughs> oh,
0: really? It is a it's a word to conjure magic with. Wow, so, nice. uh, so we will see a color issue soon. Yes. You've also. Uh, I, I did. I meant to ask you this earlier off-air. I'm going to ask you on-air with the announcement that uh, the CW will no longer be carrying a show that you have been associated with, The Batman. Oh, wow. Well. What
5: do you uh, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 uh-oh. News to me. Uh, there uh-oh. will no
0: longer be. I, I think they're running out this season, and that's it. They're not going to do Saturday morning shows from the WB anymore, or from right. Kids' WB. Uh, what, you, what can you tell us about The Batman's future? Do you know anything? Have they given you a check?
5: Did you cash it yet? I was about to say, let me just (laughs) check to see make sure the the last one has cleared before I start paying the mortgage, I suppose. Um, As far as I know, uh, there are a lot more uh, productions coming out of Warner Animation as we speak. Right now, uh, they are just starting a uh, Wonder Woman uh, directed DVD project, and they are doing, uh, actually, I believe they are also releasing a new Frontier. A lot of directed mm-hmm. DVD projects. Uh, I do know they are going to do Batman yet again. Uh, I'm not sure if it's this last version of Batman that we are seeing, or a new version, uh, a new new spanking brand new re 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 revamped version. But as of far the as, as you attack. know right
0: now, the show Saturday morning show, the Batman. Uh-huh. Continues. The work is done, or is it? Or oh yeah, no. Season,
5: uh, season five is absolutely complete and is airing as we speak. Matter of fact, uh, one episode aired just this morning. Okay, so. so so no word about season six. Yes, if there is going to be a season six, if it is if there is going to be another season of the Batman, chances are it'll probably a, be like I said, a, a new reworked version of, of it. Okay, I don't know mm-hmm. why they're doing that, but then again, uh, I don't know why people well, buy comics these days. Uh, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, it could be for the staples.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: What a selling one. It's because because if you're looking Sinambulo for
1: folks. I can do a much better deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking for not the pre
5: folded, if you're one, looking though. for oh, a yeah, Mexican right.
0: wrestling movie directed by David Lynch, oh, right? Well, I've got the best deal here, which is Sonambula.
5: Somebody ter- better tell David Lynch about it first. <laughs> oh, he listens. Oh, yes. Oh, really now? He doesn't cool. know
0: he does, but he does. All right. <laughs> Which is very Lynchian. It's <laughs> a very Lynchian thing. He's here right now. Oh, He's that's standing Josh. here That's Josh, right Josh now. Dysart. That's, 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 oh, no, yeah. He's right. best impression of <laughs> David Lynch there in the background. <laughs> huh? All right. Well, gentlemen, I've heard that lunch is here, so I thank you, Mark, right. and I thank you, Raphael, for sitting in with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So excited to be here. We'll talk to you later. All right. And we are here with the person who made today completely possible. We and we've been looking forward to this day for months.
4: Actually, you, you just missed her. My accountant just was here.
0: Oh, that was she the person who made it possible. Really but, made it. But possible. you know, I don't know what it, if she would have been a good, good interview or not. She's uh, sweet. <laughs> well, all right. We should have. You should have said something. Murphy
4: Blake Associates. At by Foster the way, City.
0: by the way, this is. Uh, <laughs> we are actually sitting with the person who had a person make it all possible <laughs> anna warren bersig who is the owner of elusive comics and games and this is her grand opening that Yay. we are uh, podcasting from She's kind of the Yay.
1: the owner and visionary oh I of, love that.
0: it is a visionary because certainly we're we're in a part of the store we three months ago never thought we'd be in you could have true there would no possible way no possible way yeah. no three months ago no no would have done that yeah, so here we are. You've expanded. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. Thank you. It's it's bright. It's airy. It's everything. It's We're big. not. But, you know, that's okay. And it's big.
4: You know, my dad said it needs more color. That cracked me up.
1: Oh, yeah. It needs more color. It's got the four <laughs> colors it needs. <laughs> it's, all, it's missing ultraviolet. You know, what's wrong is
0: no, nothing's actually day glow here. It's all sort of, it's all tasteful. Yeah. It's weird for a comic book shop.
4: It does. It tastes really good. It kind of like it? chocolate.
0: It's snowsberries? Mm. Um, no, the smells smells taste yeah. like snowsberries. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Anna, how is this event going for you?
4: I'm, I am to use an '80s phrase, stoked.
0: You are stoked. I'm stoked. Successful. Last night you had uh, a, a cocktail party reception with uh, st- with the customers. <laughs> That's
4: a much prettier way of putting it. Yeah, There yeah, was yeah. only
1: to... one injury then. I mean. I there put...
4: was <laughs> only one injury when when Mike Wellman tried to do a Van Halen kick. Uh, Ouch. Yeah, I got to see all of my staff toasted. That was funny. Um, note: Steve is not here. He's probably hiding. <laughs> Rob made a brief appearance and then ran away. Uh, no, it was a very successful evening, actually. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't even the opening, and still we had a, a great turnout. And uh, and we've had a
0: great turnout today. Yeah, this is turnout. very exciting. Is uh, Saturday normally it's this nice busy? Crowd. No, it's the
4: nice Saturdays time. are definitely not normally. The Saturdays we do well thanks to one particular customer, and. Uh, well, it was today.
0: But today it's, it's not, not just like a Wednesday. Today's t- acting
4: like Wednesday. Today's
1: not just one particular customer. It's several. Several particular customers. <laughs> but to many. give it a little, a little framing, you've got... Basically, two sides to the store now. Yeah. And one's kind of a utility area because it doesn't have the books. It's got your back issues. It's got
4: the back issues, yeah. So and that's today where you've got the, the signing
1: area today. Mm-hmm. So you've got mm-hmm. three tables set up with like six different people signing their product uh-huh. for customers coming in.
4: Yeah. And mm-hmm. normally that those tables are going to be used hopefully for the gaming area
1: for board games and card games. Yeah. And you've on, added some more work on the wall. So you've Yeah,
4: the art gallery is finally. Filled with some art, <laughs> it's helpful instead of having blank walls.
1: You have your sharks corner. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Yes. Sharks.
1: Huge mm-hmm. manga area. Go sharks! Yeah, really yeah. nice manga, and it really
0: is uh, the family friendly. There's a lot of uh, family friendly material. It's, it, I can say, it's open, it's airy, it's what a, I th- what I personally think a comic book shop should be. There's a lot of room to walk around and take a step back and look at the look at the bookshelves. And, and I don't feel oppressed. There's ten times the natural light coming in the front, too. <laughs> this is true, too. We,
4: we manufacture light to come in, especially. <laughs> my only
0: my only regret in this is that you lost the massage table. but
4: Actually, there's still a still table in the back. In the back.
0: Oh, oh, well, then I it's stand broken. corrected. It's
4: broken. But I stand <laughs> corrected, but
0: I'm going to get a back rub later.
4: It's not a very and comfortable you, looking
0: one. Oh, well. Not me. No, you're not going to do it? Not it. What if I said, well, I'll just lay down on the ground and you can step on me? How about I use a hammer?
4: Mike Wellman. That. that was lunch money. I no, no Mike Wellman and Josh Dysart confide over who gets to work on you. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. That'll be hot.
0: I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> all right, if that's hot for you, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> wow. Doesn't really work for me, but, you know, uh, I think I owe you. you know, I push. have a lot
4: of staff here today. If one of them's not doing anything, I'll have them come work on you. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm scared now. You should be. Don't send Adam my way. Don't hurt me.
1: <laughs> what else do you have to look forward to in your. Revisioning of this store.
4: Uh, What else is coming? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Practically. uh, Yes. Practically. Let's not go with the lies. No. In a practical manner, I should say, I've got some more glass counter cases coming to feature stuff in a prettier way. Uh, want to get T-shirts in here? A lot of requests for T-shirts.
1: That was mentioned last night.
4: Well, there you go. Those mm-hmm. are coming, and uh, let's see. I don't know. Because the staff this is, is
0: currently topless, and it's been a little bothersome. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just
1: tracking oh. today.
4: Um, it's <laughs> funny. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, the cute cat ear hats. I like. I'd like want to carry some of those. Signage,
1: um, signage out front.
4: Uh, yeah. The two thousand dollar light sign, which is the cheapest lighting sign I can find, is eventually going to come. There's a banner out
1: there. Yeah, the banner. Yeah. banner? It's
0: and, and it's a big address now, so you know, if you say 2725, it's like... We might it's as
4: well. a 20-foot banner. <laughs> it's hard to miss. Yeah. So, um, but it's temporary, so, so hopefully get that other sign out there. Um, uh, we want to start the... Uh, in terms of stuff to do, I want to start the... Uh, what is it? Geeky, Geeky Girls Graphic Novel Club or something. Maybe get that going like Tuesday nights. Oh,
1: interesting. So this is not... Uh, graphic novels about geeky girls, but it's no, getting geeky can, girls maybe. in to read graphic novels. We can
4: read about geeky girls. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah, There's a
1: few books about that. Yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe going to uh, Friday Night Poker Night and Friday Night Fun wow. Gaming, stuff like that. Just more reasons to have people in the store because if they're in the store, they might buy stuff.
0: That does happen. Well, that sounds so mercenary. I know. I mean, <laughs> really we should say if they're in the store, they're having fun.
4: Yeah. And really, I have to say, paying rent is... An ideal concept for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: it does sound ideal.
4: Because <laughs> with, the, with the expansion came expanded rent, and so
0: funny how that here. works. Funny Shop. how that works, but yeah. Bust. So a lot of a lot of a, a lot of weekly events. You're still looking forward to other having you know some kind of special events like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. This has worked, you know. Hopefully, there'll be signings in the future.
4: Oh yeah, actually, I've got already some people lined up. Um, some super secret big names coming uh, in the winter. I don't want to say Off there, the you can
0: tell us. Competitors though, right.
4: will be out. I'll, I'll call them first. Yeah. Um, well, okay. We'll, we'll, and you're, <laughs> we'll turn
1: off the mics and you can tell us later. Exactly. Everyone knows that Wednesday is Comic Drop Day, right? And you stay yep. open till 9 o'clock
4: now? We open at 11 so that the guys have some more time. We, we're opening at 10.30 and it was just too much of a crunch since we pick up our comics at like 9.30 if UPS is being good on Wednesday morning. So we open at 11 now. And we're open till nine. Wow. Yeah, and it's and not
1: just for us podcasting.
4: No, but
0: that, that really is yeah. great for those who pick up can't get in until after work. Yeah, and the Silicon Valley, the crunch is. Yeah. You know, it may take that. It may you may not get here till eight or eight thirty, and then you want you want to browse a bit. Yeah, you
4: want some time to browse. And, and honestly, I tell everybody who calls on Wednesdays, you know, if you need us to stay open later, just tell us. Mm-hmm. It's easy. We always have a crowd hanging out, and we have to kick everybody out. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're here until everybody's finally kicked out, pretty yeah. much.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, great. We're we're very excited. It's been a, it's been a wonderful day so far, and we'll we'll I'll be here to the till the end, uh, to, but uh, to, we'll see how it goes. But it, it's it's fun. It's success. Congratulations, okay. and we thank you for for this place.
4: Thank but, you. I'm so happy to be here. I love this industry. I love people have been asking me why I'm in this industry, like what prompted me to get the retail store, blah blah blah, and I'm like, well, I love the publishing side because I love the artists and the writers and the creators because everyone's so friendly. Well. 99.9% of everyone is so friendly, and and there's just so much um, sharing of ideas and concepts on that side, and it happens to carry over to the retail side. And I just was like, well, I want a whole spot, a whole spot of my own, so I don't have to wait till conventions a couple times a year to experience that, mm-hmm. that friendliness and the and the, the creative. Um, I don't even know there Freedom we go. of comics so, I'm like to play
1: Carcassonne later I like this yeah. Elusive Comics and Games
0: A convention on your corner
5: Oh <gasps> Ooh, Ooh. I, I like that I just gave up
0: with that, that, that's, why that free. That's, free. That's, uh, that's why I'm a writer That one's free That's free That's that's why I'm a writer Alright Okay <laughs> Thank you Anna Thanks we're Anna. gonna We're gonna go browse
4: Alright cool <laughs> Alright
1: And that's it for this week's Fanboy Planet podcast special edition. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have comments, complaints, or whatever, write to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.
2: Hey, I'm Joshua Dysart, and uh, I just finished Conan and the Midnight God, and I'm currently working on The Revamp of Unknown Soldier, which will be out next year, and a graphic novel with Neil Young. I did Swamp Thing for a couple of years.
6: And remember, use your powers only for good. Okay, and we can try it a couple of times because I cut these things up anyway. So.
2: Sure, sure. Uh,
1: Never mind the big guy.
2: Is that is that something I'm doing now? Yes, yeah, so right it's now. They're going to use later. it to sell Mitsubishis. Yeah. Yeah. I am exactly. uh, Josh Dysart, lover of Ernest Hemingway.
3: Hang on. <laughs>
2: Marxist
1: <laughs> revolutionary.
2: Start <laughs> <laughs> okay, start again. Start again? Yeah. Is that not? What
1: we want to do is not have anybody talking over oh. you when you start. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> it's,
1: it's an important thing.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh I am Josh Dysart. Um
1: You're not testifying. Say hi, hi. <laughs> talking people.
2: I know, you know, this is so weird. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh I'm, I'm I'm Josh Dysart, friends with the Dalai Lama, and I use my powers only for good. That's you know the Dalai Lama is against homosexuality. Did you know that? Good. People, he, don't think, he people don't think that's true. The Dalai Lama actually has spoken out against homosexuality. So has be he? careful with your Buddhists, yeah they're I did not know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No sex in the day too is something I recently heard.
0: No sex got in the day. With that.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I should don't. I'm married. I'm okay.
2: Your power is only for good.
0: So Did I say that part yet? I think I've done an excellent stuff, bump. pimp your stuff, you know? Okay. <laughs> I
1: mean. no, what you've done is an excellent outtake. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be.
2: <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay. One more time. Say, hey, fans, or whatever. And I'm supposed to be pimping my shit, too. Yeah, huh? you yeah, you are. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Hi. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is so alien for me. Get used <laughs> oh. to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm Joshua Dysart, and uh, I just finished Conan and the Midnight God, and I'm currently working on The Revamp of Unknown Soldier, which will be out next year, and a graphic novel with Neil Young. I did Swamp Thing for a couple of years, uh, and I use my powers only for good.
1: <laughs> use your powers only. Is that for what I said? You're talking to them, and oh. you're saying, and remember. Use your, oh, no, yeah, 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 it's yeah, a PSA. Your, exactly. It is a PSA, oh.
2: it is a PSA. <laughs> Alright, are we starting over from scratch? Sure, you, you can
1: just do the last bit. Yeah, I can cut it back in. Okay. And uh, remember.
2: And remember, use your powers only for good.
1: Excellent. Thank you. That'll work. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's like ingredients in a cake. Eventually I get enough I can mix <laughs> yeah, it all exactly. together. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, I'd love to hear it.
1: Oh no, I'll cut up.
3: Okay. Well, it's my turn.
1: It's your turn. Oh here it looks. You right. I
3: think You're right. In two
0: thousand
1: eleven.
0: It supposed to be twelve. I thought it was supposed to be 12, but.
1: Well. I've heard
0: that actually Jack Kirby's going to take over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, really. The thing is, it's it's like, the second coming! I'm the goddamn Batman. Use how your long? powers only for good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how long can Frank Miller stay drunk? That's how long the run will, will yeah, last. He's one going. continuous drunk. It has Amazing. been. Yeah, since. It has
3: been. God bless him. 80 for so many of us. Nine. Is it, is okay. it, is it
1: drunk? Yeah,
3: I think so. I mean, who are we to talk, members. but. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. Okay, me. Hey there, boys and girls, and did I blow up the speaker in Radio Land? You're on a Mexican radio. I'm Mike Wellman, creator of Mac Afro, Gone South, and Santa Claus, and I'm here to tell you: use your powers only for good.
1: One take. See how, you do, so See how you do that. That was so much better than mine.
2: Well, I had to probably watch, you're gonna, to watch, you're gonna, watch you, and then
1: like you're gonna okay. get a lot more of that, you know. Yeah, you, you,
2: yeah, you think I'll get more uh, confidence? I'm well,
3: maybe you sure. could do it again. Yeah, but maybe, maybe some more we'll inspired. See. It's a good message. It's a message you can get behind. I do believe, which is at least they are not like telling us, good. you know, hey, and boys you, and girls, when, fight terrorism. When you, when you, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you make
0: convention, believe in the drug yeah, war. You're on a panel with Dio. Just go. Oh, and remember, use your powers only for good. Yeah, yeah. We give that to you. You can have that as a catchphrase. Okay. All right.
1: What a a Did you spray. want to try it again? Did let's you and I start?
2: Uh, yeah, let's give it
1: another shot. <laughs> again? Hang on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And wait we're word. back. You...
2: <laughs> that's another oh,
1: catchphrase. Um, so just wait for like, a pause. Got it. So you Nobody's know mm-hmm. talking over you and then start. Okay.
2: Hey, I'm Joshua Dysart. Um, I'm currently doing BPRD with Mike Mignola as well as. Let's start over, because there's two different BPRDs. I love how so the cool.
3: projects change
0: every well, time
2: because you... I'm doing so much shit. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm actually doing Jack Kirby's Silver Star. I'm so much busier than you, whoever you are. Um, <laughs> this <all right>. week. <laughs> yeah, for now. Um, okay. Hey, I'm Joshua Dysart. I uh, just finished Conan of the Midnight God, and I'm currently working on BPRD 1946, which will be released in January. I did a two-year run on Swamp Thing. And uh, I'm doing the revamp on Unknown Shoulder, and I should say. And I also am excellent at Guitar Hero. And uh, Mike Wellman says we should start over. Neil Young, dude. Neil Young. You
3: write the notes down. Write what let's you want. What, 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 <laughs> what you did and what you're doing. What should I
2: be pimping here? Whatever you want. BPRD's coming out in January. So that's yeah. Conan. Yeah. Captain
1: Gravity. Yeah. Captain Gravity.
2: Nah, nah, that was a wobble. <laughs>
1: you will get an opportunity to say this during the regular podcast. I know so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do what you. Yeah. What's coming out?
3: Yeah. Exactly. These things air like immediately. Or
1: no, this one will probably come out on Wednesday. We,
3: you think we would never done a podcast before? I right? haven't. We. we ha- I know. I haven't either. It's a very slow airwave. We're going out right now, but it won't make it to
1: radios until Wednesday. They do. Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, it's not really radios. It's iPods. Yeah, I shouldn't bring up Unknown Soldier. I
1: can bring up Unknown Soldier.
2: Because it's not coming out for a year, man.
0: It just means that we can use it again a year from now. Right, right. But you say,
1: and I'm working on the upcoming Unknown
6: Soldier. Okay, cool. Okay.